Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Scar Tissue. Almost as if it was a reminder. Like a reminder right there. Uh That's quick. Did you tell Taryn to do that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. There you go. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Getting outside Right there before 420, yeah. Learning another name of their song. Your, uh, your chance to win tickets is right now for the show of the Gorge on May the 31st. The code word or secret word is SCAR. Ironically, oh. enough, we just played SCAR tissue. Jesus. You had outside help. SCAR is the secret word. Text that now to 206-803-ROCK. 206-803-7625. So yesterday you went Babe Ruth and point it, mm-hmm. called your shot, struck out. Today, basically, you're, they put it on a tee. Uh, no, this is the, the, the intentional walk. No, he's stealing signals. He was stealing signals. They gave me a free base. Although, if it makes you feel better, uh, a text is here says, it's 420 miles. I had to so wait for the, the song. Are, I had to wait for the song, Dan. And and the the song's said. done. You, now you know the word is scar, and you text that to 206803ROCK. Okay, do we have time for a few emails from the men's room at KISW.com? You've got me. Now I'm two and one. Our question, what hit who in the face? Good day, guys. Uh, back home in uh, Illinois during a 4th of July celebration, the town leaders had organized some friendly contests. One of those was the cow patty throw. Farmers would gather mm. up cow patties and uh, would set a bunch of them on sheets of plywood to dry in the uh, sun. Uh, mostly men threw the patties, but some of the local kids get involved. One kid steps up with a chosen patty, goes to throw it like a Frisbee. Patty goes about five feet, takes a hard right. And smacked right into the town's church ministry. <laughs> Still slightly wet in the middle of the patty. Oh. And when the outside crust broke loose, the mm. minister wiped away the wet poop from his face with his hand, then smeared it all over his face shirt and eventually wiped his hands on his jeans. The entire crowd just lost it. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's from the Elk Plain Drifter. In the face, a gentleman, 17 years ago, I started a gig at a company providing some specialized support to mobile phones for a national mobile phone company. Toward the end of training, we got uh, to sort of play around with their devices, one of which was the Motorola Razor. Well, I asked one of my fellow trainees to toss me the Razor. He just uh, did just that, such that it got me right in the upper lip and drew blood, leaving a nice little incision going across my uh, fulcrum. Uh, let's see. After cleaning myself up and managing to get the bleeding stopped, everyone in the class agreed that I was probably the first human to be cut shaving with a Motorola Razor <laughs> and that I should have used better shaving cream. 
Liquor and horse gas and from Dennis. Ola, I was four years old. I was on a hike with my parents. We were crossing a dry riverbed on a wooden bridge. I slipped on a wet leaf, lost hold of my dad's hand, and fell eight feet to the riverbed below. I landed on a rock and cut my forehead, mm. got 16 stitches, and still have a scar. Still terrified of crossing footbridges to this day. That from Iris, the bus driver, who's been through a lot. She has been through a lot. Yes, Iris she has. has been through a lot. Guys, I want to wish you a happy birthday as we move on to those to a good buddy of mine, uh, Mr. C. Maitland, a.k.a. Tumbleweed, because he's always wandering around looking lost and confused. He is a very hardworking uh, tilt carpenter. Takes a lot of grit to do that this time of the year. Uh, happy birthday, buddy. How about a, your penis is too small, a little kid fish sandwich, and the dirty Germans talking about how hard concrete is. Thanks, guys. That from David. <laughs> Yeah, no matter how hard you think concrete is, tonight when you see me, I will be harder. <laughs> yeah, it's the concrete. It's everything involved in a good sexual uh, session. Hard stuff, wet stuff. <laughs> and I'll leave my imprint in your concrete. So that does not look like a hand, it's not. A giant mixer, three extra dudes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. A shovel, a rake. Guys, please wish my <laughs> wife, Angelica Machita Santa Cruz Tepia, happy 40th birthday. Have wow. the dirty Germans tell her up, uh, tear her up. And Coach Ted uh, uh, talking about uh, picking her up uh, about her age because now she's 40 years old. Yeah, first of all, age means absolutely nothing. It's how many orgasms it will bring you to. It's a little thing that we do for your birthday. Also, since you have so many names, it's great that I can scream so many different things and still probably be right. Yeah, it's like having an orgy with all these and different women. Yeah, but it's just, one person. It's one woman, five <laughs> names. Is this Juan that calls in? Yes, it's Juan. It's Juan's wife. Yeah, all right, Juan. listen. Juan's wife, Angelica Machita, Santa Cruz Tapia. She's been doing enough. Yeah, that's what I say. You don't have to sweat turning 40. I mean, I imagine living with that crazy maniac. Probably feel like you're 50 or 60. I don't know how many kids you have. Throwing one, that's one more. So I would say enjoy it and maybe remind people like I'm only 40. But damn, Juan is aging me. Angelica, by the way, if you had a hot sauce, Angelica Machita Santa Cruz Tapia, I would tap you. I'd buy that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely buy your hot sauce. By name alone, I'd buy your hot sauce. Would you go to a... all the bases? You know, there's no way I would not go somewhere and be like, excuse me, do you have any the Angelica Machita Santa Cruz Tapio hot sauce? <laughs> would you go to her pizza place? Yes. If she went by name. Yes. Like, it must be good if she's throwing it out there, right? Well, uh, it, it doesn't say a French bistro. Well, Angel, Angelica, Angelica is Catholic, so that's going sure. to go right, right, Italian, right. they could go Spanish, they could go Mexican, yeah, whatever. Santa Cruz Tapia? No, that's a little bit. <laughs> Miles stopped with Angelica. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Not the town of California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can buy those Santa Cruz shirts and rock them, you know? Yeah. Santa Cruz is awesome. That's your name. Please give Eric a very happy 47th birthday with a bong rip. Are you like that? And some advice from Coach Ted on enjoying life before 50. That from his kick-ass wife, Jamie. Yeah, she kicks ass. Very modest. Yeah. I don't know, but everybody's saying, especially coach now, 40s are the new 20s or 30s, <laughs> whatever, right? It's the new teens. Yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm a kid. Uh, so don't sweat turning 50, but everybody's turning 50 these days. It's the cool thing to do. But I would say this. If you've got something insane to do, skydiving, uh, climbing a mountain, uh, arm wrestling, a chimpanzee, 
Do that before you turn 50. Yeah, good luck on that. Mm-hmm. And Charles, I'd like to send a huge birthday shout-out to my awesome concert buddy, ex-work wife, and all-around cool person, Christina. Guys, can you send her out with a Leroy Jenkins and some Dirty Germans, maybe an OG fish sandwich? Happy 50th from your fam in Italy, Scott and Heather. Two Oregon fish sandwich. Now those are Italian names. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, my bad, sorry, man. Yeah, you know, oddly enough, Italian fam is the nickname for a sex move that I've only introduced to other people. But tonight, I will introduce it to you, and you will scream, Manza! Yeah, since the finishing move, I call it, hiss him with the pesto. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, guys, here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaza Dirty Germans brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, <laughs> Schweinefly. Thank you, Rob. A couple extra emails here. What did you uh, realize was a uh, fear of yours? Sup, dudes? I uh, hate, uh, hate, hate. Outer space. I watched a dude going into orbit and then free falling in a spacesuit oh, back yeah. to Earth. I cannot even watch that video. It makes me so uncomfortable. Even just pictures from the ice, uh, from ISIS of Earth scare me. Moon and planets don't bother me, though. I just look at Earth uh, from space. LOL. So from the International Space Station. Dude, I love all things space. I love everything about space. I love reading about it, hearing about it, new things going on. All of that said, the older I get, the more I think to myself, if you were to physically go up there, how do you think you'd react? I think I'd pee myself. Out I of do, excitement or, or, or fear? Both of those things. The idea of going there to me is like from, from childhood, but then the reality as you get older, like, right, and when you stop looking at the earth and just looking to the vast void, I get the feeling that would freak me the F out. Guys, I'm scared of two things. The first one is fire alarms. I attribute this back to elementary school when we had those fire drills. We always had them once a month. And every day until we had them, I would not sit in class, hoping that today would not be the day. Second one is a little weird. It's car washes. You know the ones where you drive your car into what looks like a garage? I'm told I liked them when I was a baby, but now I absolutely despise them. <laughs> that from Paul, your loyal blind listener from Appleton, Wisconsin. That's a lie. That email is from a dog. Uh, P.S. <laughs> on yesterday's show, you were talking about Allie Larder. You need to watch her and uh, Beyonce in the movie Obsessed, one of the greatest female fight scenes ever. Allie Larder's super hot, so is Beyonce. You know, if, if you're blind, I can understand why a car wash would freak you out. It's cool to watch visually. But if you're just hearing the sounds of things thumping your car, I can see why that would unsettle you. Paul, why would anyone take your advice on the best scene in a movie when you can't see? Miles, you bring up a fine point that I somehow missed, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm blind, but it's the best fight scene in movie history. I can't smell, but boy, I sure love cucumbers and the way they smell. Right. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Allie Larder, that was the whipped cream girl in uh, Varsity. Yes, it was. Whipped cream girl. And one more. The subject. I, I'm also saying, again, false. He's scared of alarms and car washers that mm-hmm. may be from a dog. <laughs> and one more on the getting stuck story. It, Mike. Guys, back in the early 90s, I was living in Bellevue in a house, and I had this huge single garage door for a double wide garage that was attached with solid metal arms. One time, I was opening the door from inside the garage, and I could see that a hose got caught on the corner as it was going up. So I reached through the knock, uh, through to knock the hose off, 
My upper arm got caught between the garage opening and the metal arm. Ooh. I mean, I couldn't move at all. I was stuck. Fortunately, after a few minutes, my neighbor across the street was leaving, and I yelled for help. She closed the door, freeing my arm. I had a huge bruise on both sides of my arm, but I felt fortunate it was not broken. Cheers, guys. That from Jim, your loyal Pasco podcaster listening in on the Odyssey app. Now, the men's room wants to know, who sucks last? Yay, time for who sucks last. Steve Thrill Hill, you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck. It's up to us to determine out of the three stories which one sucks the least. Now, if you happen to follow KISW on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter, the debate is already underway on Who Sucks Less. Yeah, and I had uh, three other stories originally picked out that I came in earlier this morning, and I said to Mike, we're scrapping those let, because they would just really, really piss you off. All right. right? I real, as I edited them, I'm in a bad mood, and I'm like, I don't want to put people in a bad mood, at least not by accident. So... I went with these three stories. All of them will sound familiar to you because I believe two of them at least have been a shot of the day, which you'll understand why. One of them, I believe, has been featured on Profile This. And there's a certain commonality to all these stories. But let us start in Arkansas, where an Arkansas cop spotted a suspicious car parked outside of a commercial storage facility. And it was suspicious because that storage facility has been broken into 16 times this year and 36 times last year. So the officer noted that the vehicle in question was seen, quote, rocking at around 12.45 a.m. So when the cop looked inside of the car, he spotted Theodore Morgavan having sex with a stuffed animal. Now, Morgan, he's a divorced father of three, lives about a mile away from the storage facility, which begs the question, why wouldn't you just go home and do this? But we didn't get an answer to that. Uh, since Morgan is on probation, cops were able to search him and his car without the need for a warrant. And according to the arrest affidavit, that search turned up methamphetamine, a syringe, and a whole bunch of weed. Anyway, he was charged with two felony uh, drug charges and misdemeanor counts of public sexual indecency, as well as possession of drug paraphernalia. Quick side note, it's almost 1 o'clock in the morning in an empty parking lot. Is it public indecency? You physically have to go to him to see what he's doing. But I digress. Anyway, at his arraignment, he was put free on $5,000 bond, and he entered a plea of not guilty. But they added further details about the stuffed animal do not appear in court records, which is a shame. I just want to know what kind of animal it was. Right. Right? People think teddy bear, but no, seriously, right? You think teddy bear, but every kind of animal that exists, there's a stuffed version of it. I just want to know where he's at. We now go to Florida, and this is a quote from the police report regarding a situation in Clearwater, Florida. Quote, the defendant was observed defecating on a deceased possum with his pants lowered and his anal region exposed. Now, that unusual and repulsive incident transpired around 5.30 p.m., as they say, in full view of the motoring public during busy traffic times. In other words, during rush hour, he's on the the side of the road pooping on a possum. Now, police allege that Rudy Wilcox, 45 (laughs) years old, Right. I'm just. Anyway, he's observed by an officer relieving himself upon the dead uh, marsupial as rush hour traffic passed by. Now, after being read his rights, he denied the allegations and said that the officer just can't see straight. However, as the affidavit states, quote, physical evidence, meaning a turd, was viewed at the scene, which corroborates the allegations alleged. At this point, you might be gagging, but he ended up being arrested for exposure of sexual organs, which is a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. So for reasons we can't explain, this man went to the side of the road during rush hour 
and pooped on a dead possum. You do the math. I don't know. And then finally, a hospital security guard. He had sex with a 79-year-old woman's corpse. This according to the Arizona cops that alleged crime took place inside of the morgue freezer. Investigators arrested Randall Byrd on multiple counts of crimes against a dead person, which is a felony. And until his recent firing, he'd worked at the Banner University Medical Center in Phoenix, where he was responsible for transporting bodies to the hospital morgue. Now, the cops say that's where he ended up abusing the corpse of an elderly woman, which had been inside of a body bag. Investigators say two witnesses reported spotting Bird inside the morgue freezer about 5.30 in the morning, but he was sweating profusely and, quote, acting nervously. Additionally, his zipper was wide open, his uniform was disheveled, and his belt was on top of the gurney where the bagged deceased body was placed. Now, the morgue doors had also been locked from the inside. Now, the body bag, which held the victim, had been completely unzipped open, and the corpse was face down in the victim's hospital gown, and it had been rolled up, exposing her naked body from the waist down. Now, when the witnesses entered the morgue, they told police that Bird sought to cover up the dead woman's body by pulling down her gown. Now, Bird claimed to have had a medical episode inside of the freezer and couldn't recall what happened afterwards. However, cops say the bird's DNA was found on the corpse of the woman who had died of natural causes. And her ribs had been fractured post-mortem. Oh, right. Anyway, a hospital spokesperson said the co-workers, quote, identified and reported concerning behavior of the employee in the hospital morgue. That prompted them to call the cops who then did the investigation. And he was arrested. Uh, Ted, I think this is an easy one this week. I will say the man who, uh, who crapped... On the dead possum, it was during rush hour traffic. And I realize this is Florida. But on the West Coast, people pooping in public and downtown and everywhere, mm-hmm. that's not a shock to me. I mean, bus stops, I'd find huge, like, wow, that's a right. That's a man. You really laid it down there. Uh, between the, the the bench, too, because it had the, you know, like... Yeah, the, the slats. The the- yeah, exactly. Um, the possum was dead. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But if you're in Florida, you're probably not used to seeing that. On the West Coast, I think that's a little bit more normal. Just go down to 3rd, go to Fremont. Anytime it rains for the first time in months, my house smells like crap. Uh, Outside, anyway. So I think it's the Arkansas uh, man who is having sex with a stuffed animal outside of a commercial storage facility, Ted. I agree. Wait a minute. Say that again. You think the Arkansas guy sucks the least? Yes. He was in his own car. Mm -hmm. The car was rocking, and the cop came and knocking. But ultimately, he was just having sex with a stuffed animal. I don't mind the guy pooping on the dead possum. First of all, the possum is dead. It's during rush hour traffic. Everyone's seen someone crap before. It's not the biggest deal. But again, I think it's the fact that it's Florida. If it's well, on the West Coast, also, it's a normal occurrence. You don't want to drive by, like, I don't know. Like, we, we I, I've seen somebody crap on the street before. But I would have a feeling if I'm sitting there with a with a, a small cousin or something. Yeah, if I, I got my kids mm-hmm. in the car, it becomes a different explanation. Right, because then you got to explain it. So I, I think that's why He's the guy... crazy. You right. can explain to kids about pooping. They know. I about them seeing the band's penis. Oh, 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 God. Jesus. God. <laughs> uh, the, ho- the hospital security guard obviously sucks the most, but I'm with you. I guess the Arkansas guy, because he's violating the stuffed animal. And, I mean, I don't it's know. It's a stuffed I- animal, and he's in his car, and he's alone in the parking lot. Is my thought. It's weird, but even though, like, it's weird, but it doesn't bug me. I go, like, all right, pooping on the possum, I would say second worst, but you go, like, hey, Why? I think the stuffed animal plays a massive part of this. How so? I, depending on the animals, I'm going to judge this guy a lot harsher. 
What animal would make it better? What stuffed animal would make it worse? How about Mickey Mouse? Really? I don't know. You're that's... okay with a Disney character. I just feel like you just go with your stand stuffed bear. Yeah, exactly. Stuffed, uh... Yeah, that's my issue. I don't want him doing it to a teddy bear. Really? That's just weird and awkward. I think it's weirder if it's a character because you have some You're association right. of who you believe them to be. It was Pluto. <laughs> right. Or well, it's I get Goofy. That. Or it's... Gorsh. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Whoever the hell. Pokemon. Show of the day is uh, coming up, and the debate continues on Who Sucks Less. If you follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you are listening to The Men's Room. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Coming up in minutes, we will drink a toast with a shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way of 550. But first, quick check out Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. The Daily Mail published an article on the perfect male and female buttocks. All right. Did you ever see that article? I, well, I didn't read the article, but I looked at what they... I mean, let's be honest, right? Did you agree with the assessment? Uh, for the most part... There was, well, was one based I disagreed. On, uh, based on science, wasn't it? To some degree, they came up with a Correct. equation. They based it on science. The problem is, you know, when it comes to being attracted to something, science goes out the window. Sure. And it's just pure personal. Like, I know what they mean. Like, yes, symmetrically. Correct. This would be perfect. However, there's a reason there's a lot of thumbnails at the bottom hey, of the porn. You know, when, you know when, when someone, you, you, you notice it. A, a guy or a girl. Oh, yeah. Yes. It doesn't matter. If someone's got an ass, you're like, look at that guy's ass. An ass that you like. Oh, yeah. Right. You, well, even if I'm not not really des- necessarily into dudes, but if a dude's got a nice ass, I right. can be like, dude, that guy's got a great ass. Sometimes you guy. think it's a chick until he's he turns good. around. He's got one. That happened to me once. <laughs> and not only did they turn around, they had long, flowing blonde hair, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they had a mustache and beard. Yeah. Yeah. We were yeah, teens. And me and my buddy are trailing. And we were just like, oh, God. But you're that talking is- about the gangster. No. I think more it's just you're just surprised if a dude kind of has a butt and like thighs. Right. Sure. 
Well, even when they broke down their chart, most guys' asses roughly look the same, right? We have more square asses. Right. All the women have more ovals on the bottom, and some were bigger, some were... Yeah, but there was an ass in there that I liked, where I'm like, well, I'd have made that one I'd pick that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of butt talk on a new episode of the podcast, Mike. Butt Boom. talk. Out now on the Odyssey app. Damn right. I'd just call it butt talk. Butt we should have. We got a little fired up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of fake butts in Vegas. Oh, that, oh, really? that does not shock mm-hmm. me. Especially when you care. were down there. Interesting. You could just, I explained in the podcast, as my buddy informed me, you could tell the difference. The Odyssey app. But do you care? Now. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. Real, fake, whatever. Boobs, butts. <laughs> A new poll Personalities. <laughs> Face. <laughs> Teeth. <laughs> Backstory. <laughs> I know you're lying. What'd you do, 10 years of the pen? <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I, recognize, I recognize those tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> What's your body count for? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> A new poll asked which city in the U.S. people would prefer to live in the most and the least. So there's two different lists. The people, the, the list of, uh, of cities that people would want to live in the most and the list of cities that people would want to live in the least. Number one is the same on both lists. New yeah, York City. Here's New a, York New City. York's My only problem with the poll is they only took the top five uh, heaviest populated cities in the United States. Sure. Gotcha. So, okay, I would rather live in any of those places. Houston shows up. Philadelphia no, shows up. I would not up. rather live in either. San Francisco shows up. Chicago, New York, the, the usual suspects. Sure. That's. I would not pick any of those places just based on a lot of different factors. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I love New York City. I absolutely do. But if you're not a city person, it is the absolute last place on this planet absolutely. that you want to live. Right? Even if you are a city person, there's there's a handful of blemishes that you're going to have to look past when, when you live there. But, but there's a lot to go. But, you know, I think for me, the difference in New York City is this. Whatever their issues are, we know it internationally. Correct. Other cities you go to and you discover what the problem is. Or New York right. City, it's all out there. Because right. either people want to champion it or they want to poop on it, right? Correct. So literally. Everything comes to the Yeah, literally. <laughs> so they bring it up and I go, yeah. Right. I'm all right with New but York. That's like I, I understand where people come from when they hit hit us with those arguments, but at the same time, it's like every place that you live, no matter where you live, has its certain blemishes that you look past. It's just a matter of what you're okay with looking beyond. Yeah, and it's just personal preference, right? I mean, legitimately, that that's all it comes down to. Right. I guess I feel like look? most most major cities, whether you're downtown or whatever, there's generally a neighborhood or two you'll find that you like. Absolutely. You know, they all have different vibes. Correct. Correct. Forty-four percent of people have hung out with a friend less because they didn't like being around the person's spouse or partner. Absolutely, yeah. that doesn't shock me. Yeah. Absolutely, sure. that man. doesn't shock me. And how do you broach that subject? Hey man, you, you want to go out and go you, do this no, thing? You, you don't. don't. You, you don't. don't. Is uh, because if it's if it, look, your wife going to be there? There's some. There, there's some. There's some couples that just don't separate. Yeah. So you 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 know it's a package deal every time. Yep. So you can't have a guy's night out. You can't. They're always going to so. To me, it's you already yeah. know, and I, it's fine. And I'll admit that I am that guy. Look, my my wife well, is my best friend, so we hang out together all the time. But I've even said, like, if it's going to be a guy's night, if you want it to be a guy's night, you just want to hang out with me. Just say it. Then it's a guy's night. But I will yeah. say this: your wife's easy, right? Let yeah. me rephrase that. Let me rephrase <laughs> That's that. How I got her. Easy to get along with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that sounded bad after I said it. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> then you got a cool wife, so you're like, all right. Exactly. No problem. Other people, not the case. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Well, right, and that's a two-way street. If it's going to be just the fellows or whatever, people need to say that, too. Right. You're right. That's That's a different... No, this is guys' night. Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, there's a reason why English is one of the hardest languages for people to learn, not just because we have several different meanings for the same word, but also sometimes we just have a hard time pronouncing words. In fact, there are people that have lived in this country their entire life that still can't pronounce some of these words. Let's you have don't some, say. Let's have some fun. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. 10 of the hardest to pronounce words in the English language. I've got one, so I'll spell it out for you. P-O-T-T-Y-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. That'd be potty training. P-U-P-Y. still going. P-Y. <laughs> one of the most difficult but strangely rewarding words in the English language from moment to moment. Yes, Henry, I'm talking about you. Ah, his new puppy that pooped and peed in the parking garage of his building. Yes, and he's, <laughs> he and I have gone back and forth a little bit. He's a little stressed out. You Potty. got a puppy. It's right. a puppy. Potty training a puppy is not quite as open and shut as it, uh, as it, as it would seem. There's no real manual for it. You just got to keep on getting after it. Puppies, to me, are the equivalent of like a one-year-old human being. Yes. Right? Full of life, excited to do everything, and they want to chew everything. Correct. And they will poop anywhere if that is what they need to do. Yes. I mean, that's that's the long and short of it. I believe he, he told me he took, took Henry out, relieved himself, good to go, gets back inside immediately. Bam. Did it again. That's so what I figured out about my dog, right? So we got her as a puppy. It is what it is. Same thing. You go through all that crap. Now I realize, okay, we just have a dog that has a couple of loose screws. She is crazy. She is excited. She's happy. She's a lot of energy. But the fact that she does not poop or pee inside, I don't care. To, mm-hmm. that, to me, that's the big, like, look, if she needs to go out, she lets me know she needs to go out. I, exactly. You can be as... Bet as crazy in the house as you need to be if you're not pooping and peeing on the floor. Exactly. So game on. Exactly. So. Yeah, my buddy's dog uh, hits the bells. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, the in-laws. Same yeah. thing. He'll just jingle the bells and say, all right. All right, yeah. time to go. That's smart. Hey, yeah, he's got to get outside. But does he ever get conned? Yes. Every once in a while, my dog will yeah. act like, she has to go, has to go. We go out. It's yes. that she smelled a raccoon or something. It's like, dude, we're not here exactly. for the purposes well, that I want to be here. Trust me. He knows what he's doing. He goes by the name of Buster. Buster. So you just say, oh, Buster. <laughs> you just wanted me to walk outside with you, Dana. Yep. Buster. <laughs> so these are some of the hardest pronounced words in the English language. I will do my best to describe the word, and, and we'll see how you guys uh, how you guys do there. Uh, the last one that they have on this list here is a very common word that has been long since contested. It is a certain kind of sauce that people like to put on different... Uh, different Worcestershire. Correct. Worcestershire sauce, and Ted, you absolutely said it correctly. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. I like now, some of the cooks I follow on Instagram, they just call it W. W sauce. I agree. Right. They've given up. There's there's actually well, a uh, there, there, there's a uh, TikTok cook who likes to make a bunch of different crockpot stuff and he and he calls it wash your sister sauce. Oh my god! Oh yeah, he he messes it up every time. Wash your, your sister sauce. Would you, would, you, would, you, would you added the R, which is which is correct? Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. Yeah. Worcestershire. But there's, but there's a town in Massachusetts called Worcester, but they right, don't right. they don't use the R. So well, they don't use a lot of R. No, they don't. It's Worcester. It's Worcester. Worcester. Right. They add Worcester. R to things where R isn't yeah. there, but then you go to Worcester. They're like welcome to Worcester. Uh, I mean, I yeah. And I don't know what to me. If you get Lee and Perrins, it's like, oh, you're fancy. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that goes in a lot of stuff, man. What it does, really does. Uh, uh, another word here that's hard to pronounce apparently for people? Uh, what does a thermometer check? Temperature. The temperature. Your temperature. Temperature. 
Got to make sure to get that uh, that other R in there. Temperature. Yeah, temperature. temperature. Right. But we say quick, so it is temperature. And I believe people actually saying that, but you say temperature. Right. But I know you're saying it right, even though you kind of said it wrong. Right. How do I how do I describe this word when it's uh you you you? <laughs> well, it's a word specific. Apparently, the word specific is difficult for people, just because they'll. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will mistake it with an ocean. Yeah. It's. I, oh, I need this oh. one specifically. A lot of kids do that. Spaghetti and Pacific are like the two most difficult words for children to say correctly. There, that's a lot of syllables. There's not a yeah. single kid that says spaghetti right the first Ever. time. Ever. Spaghetti, Pisketti. And once you get older, it just depends on where you live and just how people talk. Right. And that, that, For sure. Exactly. Everything. These are some of the most hard to pronounce words in the English language. It's the opposite of a city, and you end up sounding like Virginia every time you, you mention this type of area. The country? Rural. Rural. Yeah. Rural. Rural. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's hard to say it without sounding very rural. southern. You rural. gotta really boomerang you, that R and bring it you right back. You sound rural when you say rural. Rural. That's the irony of the word. Which rural. I would think that nobody in a rural a rural area would actually call it a rural, rural area. No, it's, it's where they live. Right. It's out in the country. Yeah. Not <laughs> in the cut. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, the cut. Let's yeah, call it the sticks. Yep. I hate being out in the sticks. Backcountry. Or uh, what? Bum F Egypt. BFE, baby. A lot of places where you live, they drop G's on the end of words. Oh, for sure. Like where I grew up, I was like cooking. What are you cooking tonight? There's no G on the end. When something happens frequently, it's an O word. When something happens frequently, it happens often. Often. Correct. And that's another one where. Often? Right. But I didn't say the T. Correct. Right. Happens often. And. That's part of my problem with a list like this is that it's not that it's difficult to say or hard to pronounce. We just don't because we don't bother with it. At the end of the day, language is supposed to communicate what I'm thinking to you to where you understand it. Therefore, if you understand what I say often, then you get it. I don't know anyone who says often unless they're doing a presentation. Absolutely. Right. Or Otherwise, when, you know, people, yeah, well, it often happens, right? But if they're doing a presentation, oftentimes, but people act different when they give a presentation. Right. You know, they sound like, I don't know, they sound like Siri. They really do. You, yeah, you need to you need to hit every single pronunciation. You need. I to, want to let people know that I have some level of intellect, so I will speak like Siri does by breaking up all of my words, which actually makes me sound kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Most hard to pronounce words in the English language. It's where we go and uh, check out books. The library. 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 The library. 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 Right. And that's another one where where. I feel like it's mostly kids that have an issue with that one, and then at some point you just quit saying library and you go into library. You do. And and BR for kids is tough if it does not begin the word. Correct. If you put it in the middle of a word, they all suffer. The R is gone, and it is B. Well, it's tough, too. It's like a lot. there's a lot of letters that sound certain ways and certain sounds, except on certain words. And like adults struggle with it. So, like, right, when you're watching a kid try to learn how to read, it's like, geez. But that's why English is so tough. One... Most languages have about 400,000 words. Mm-hmm. English has one million. What's crazy about a one million is it's not that we're more descriptive. It's that we can take one word and make it mean multiple things. So people struggle because you can say mother effort. Mm-hmm. And initially you would teach people, okay, that's a bad thing to say. And they go, okay, we understand it. But, then but the flip it. side is if this is my mother effort, 
Okay, well, now it's good. Well, right? and conversely, context. conversely, just how we'll have one word mean a hundred different things, we will also have a hundred words that mean the same thing. Exactly. There's a comedian who does the thing about the S-bomb, right? He's from a different country. Mm-hmm. He just goes like, look, man, it's the most difficult word because if you're a piece of S, you're bad. If you're just the S, you're good. The whole. If you're right. ugly as S, that's bad. But if you are good looking as S, that's good. So he goes like, this one word, does you guys make it mean anything. So it's about the context. Does he it's also not mention the, the different animals that, that come into it? Bat, right. bull. Right. Bull, you're <laughs> a liar. Bat, you're a crazy. Dog, it sucks. Right. So <laughs> right. I mean, but, but that's what we do. And Horse. we understand it. It's a, right. Horse, you're, you're full of it, right? Right. So... It was just this point. He goes, man, of all the words I had to learn, the S-bomb's most difficult because you guys use it good or bad. That is the, that is the absolute the Swiss point. Army knife of words. If yeah. you are the whole S, it is good. If you're just a piece of it, it's bad. So your goal <laughs> is to be as many pieces of right. S as you can be until you're the whole S, That's and then bit. you become good. That's a good My bit. best one is, uh, he goes, uh, I have to go because I have S to do. <laughs> what do you got to do? <laughs> I just told you. I only have one word for love. Love. That's right. Love. Right. It only like, needs it's not, word. Right. It means like a thousand different things. Like, well, I don't I don't want to have a sexual relationship with the Seahawks. I can right. say I love them. I love right. the Seahawks. Right. right. <laughs> uh, if, if uh, usually you'd grab this. It's, it's also known as an AED. It's the chest paddles. What do you call that thing right there? Chest paddles. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. A, a defibrillator. Say it correctly. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. Because, yeah. defibrillator. because your heart is in fibrillation and you are now defibrillating it. All right. Okay, that explains a lot. I shouldn't be that excited. That's a horrible time to have. Like, <laughs> Ted's just hitting somebody with pedals. Like, you didn't you say actually know what? Just call save it. his life. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Ooh, you actually. mean, man. What do I need to use? Just call paddles. You gotta use paddles. English. Paddles. Just go paddles. <laughs> here says I have Fitz saying brewery. Brewery. That was yeah, another one that was that. on the list. Brewery. I'll screw up sushi sometimes. Yeah, I think a lot of you say sushi, right? Sushi, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you were to hit shift eight on your keyboard, what punctuation would you bring up there? You're asking the wrong person. I, shift eight? Uh, the ampersand. Ampersand? Oh, that's, that's, that's seven, Ted. Oh, <laughs> oh shift eight. <laughs> <laughs> a little starfish there. Also known as a uh, asterisk. 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 Is it risk? There is an S at the very end of the word. Son of a risk. I have spent 54 years saying asterisk. And I cringe every time you do, sir. Oh, oh, you knew. Freaking Eagle Scouts. Okay, am I going to be the douchebag that every time you say asterisk, like, actually, it's asterisk. If you had said it once, I would know. So you're a douchebag for not saying anything. <laughs> okay, I've been contested on this because sometimes I correct people and I'm a douche for it. Now when I don't correct you, now I'm a douche again. Mike, here's please what don't you correct need to know. me, Mike. Thank you're you. You're always going <laughs> to be a douche. I've long since given up on you, bud. No matter what you, no matter what you do, you're going to be a douche. But I at know. least if you can be a douche I'm that a corrects douche. me in the right direction. That's good. But then the number one hard uh, to pronounce word in the English language, mostly because it was just an alphabetical order. Uh, Nemo from the movie Finding Nemo, he even had an issue with this. It's a clownfish's home in the sea. It is a sea urchin. Shell. Anemone. Anemone, oh. yeah. Sea anemone? Sea anemone. What's yeah, a sea anemone? It's that it's one. It's a little kind of, yeah. It's got kind of wavy on it. It's got uh, spikes. Huh. It looks like it's at a fish concert while it's under the ocean. It does. And actually, there's there's one more that I did want to test you on here, Mr. Hill, because I know that you do like doing Why these. me? Could you please try, because these are the most hard-to-pronounce words in the English language. The one there at the very bottom, it actually means the act or habit of estimating something as worthless. 
Okay, first of all, I have never seen this freaking word. The one Hell at the no. very bottom? Yes. Okay. I actually have a question. Hold on. As a quick spelling, F-L-O-C-C-I-N-A-U-C-I-N-I-H-I-L-I-P-I-L-I-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. That is the word. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Flossa Noanahilla Pillication. You ready for this? Floxinosinahillipillification. See, it doesn't even help. Right. Rolls right off the tongue. Say it right. again. Do it again. Okay, it's right here. Floxinosinahillipillification. Right. See, even when they tell you, like, I don't know. Why did that need a word? The act or habit of estimating something as worthless. Does that really need a doggone word? No. Why, why can't it just be a stupid estimate? Exactly. <laughs> a family in Kentucky found something in their Christmas tree, and it's something that you won't see coming, Miles. What devil what I won't see coming in Kentucky, Mike? I will give you the full story at 550. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at 550. In the meantime, let's get a contestant on the line for Profile This at 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 